This is the story of a love triangle that rocked the off-road cycling world and ended in an alleged murderous fit of jealous rage. I'm investigative reporter Robert Riggs. I'm fond of saying that our true crime stories are stranger than fiction, especially the one you're about to hear. Twenty-five-year-old Anna Mariah Wilson, known as Mo, was an up-and-coming professional cyclist in gravel racing. Friends described her as a beacon of light and energy. She was a fresh-faced, natural, brown-eyed beauty. She wore long brown hair below her shoulders, often in a braid. Mo sported a wide grin in all of her photos on Instagram and in cycling magazines, whether she was hanging out with friends or caught mid-action pedaling up steep, rough terrain with mud splattered on her face. On Instagram, she posted a photo of herself with her first mountain bike, a present on her seventh birthday. She wrote about pushing herself hard. Admirers praised her as a badass. Her career was on a roll. Wilson flew into Austin, the capital of Texas, to prepare for a 157-mile race near Fort Worth called Gravel Locos. 1,500 riders were rolling into the towny town of Heiko for the race set for Saturday, May 14, 2022. Heiko's main street, which looks like a frontier set in a Hollywood movie, was in a festive mood. The course covered a fast, smooth gravel surface until riders had to cross a river. Mariah Wilson was the favorite to win and had emerged as a dominant gravel and mountain bike racer during the past two seasons. Wilson had stormed onto the American off-road scene with 10 big wins before the start of the 2022 summer season. She had won the Belgian waffle ride in California, finishing 25 minutes ahead of the second-place rider. She had conquered 1,600 riders and climbed the long, rough hill with a tricky descent. Afterward, on Instagram, Wilson wrote, I had the time of my life pushing myself on what is undoubtedly one of the hardest courses out there. In an interview with Velo News on May 11th, Wilson, known as Mo, described how she had moved to gravel racing from alpine and Nordic skiing. She said her performance improved because she was really detailed-oriented with her equipment and race strategy. Wilson revealed in the interview that she had decided to race full-time. Her summer racing circuit included a competition in East Africa for the Migration Gravel Race and Evolution Gravel. Evolution Gravel is a grueling five-day race through Kenya's Savannah Wilderness. After the publication of her interview at 5.45 p.m. on May 11th, Colin Strickland, a professional cyclist sponsored by Red Bull, picked up Wilson on his BMW motorcycle at an East Austin apartment where she was staying with a friend. The 35-year-old Strickland grew up on a farm in Johnson City outside of Austin in the Texas Hill Country. By the time he was in high school, he cycled everywhere. He had become a dominant force in the fast-growing discipline of gravel racing. Average-looking, slim-faced, tan with a trimmed black mustache and beard, the six-foot-two-inch cyclist preferred long-distance events. Well, Strickland was in a three-year relationship with 34-year-old Caitlin Marie Armstrong, a cyclist and yoga instructor. Strickland and Armstrong lived together at their home in South Austin. 
Strickland-owned Wheelhouse Mobile, a vintage trailer restoration business. Caitlin Armstrong was listed as Colin Strickland's partner and financial guru on the company's website. In October of 2021, they split up for a few weeks. During the break, Strickland met and became involved with Mariah Wilson. Strickland said he had a brief relationship with Mo Wilson, but later reconciled with Armstrong. Armstrong, a tall, fresh-faced redhead with long, curly ways below her shoulders, had excelled in volleyball and track at her Michigan high school. When Strickland saw Mo Wilson in May, he claimed they were in a platonic professional relationship in a lonely sport. But Strickland backpedaled on that story when he was interrogated by Austin homicide detectives. Strickland had continued to call and text with Mariah Wilson. He admitted deleting Wilson's text messages to prevent Armstrong from finding them. And he created an alias for Wilson in his phone contact so Armstrong would not recognize the calls or text. On the evening of May 11th, Strickland and Wilson went for a swim in Austin's historic Deep Eddy Pool. It's the oldest swimming pool in Texas and features a bathhouse built during the Depression era by the Works Progress Administration, known as the WPA. Clear, cold, unchlorinated water from two wells feeds the popular pool. After swimming at the Deep Eddy, Strickland and Wilson walked to the popular pool burger to eat dinner. Afterward, he dropped Wilson off at the East Austin apartment where she was staying with Caitlin Cash, a friend who had picked her up at the airport the previous day. Cash had set a unique code on her apartment's front door lock for Wilson. The electronic lock recorded that Mo returned to the apartment at 8.36 p.m. At the same time, Strickland briefly stopped his motorcycle and sent a text message to Armstrong, his live-in girlfriend. He falsely claimed that he had dropped off flowers to a friend and that his phone had died. One minute later, a neighbor security camera on their doorbell recorded a dark-colored SUV slowing down and stopping next to the apartment where Mariah Wilson had just gone inside. The SUV appeared to have a large bicycle rack mounted on the rear trailer hitch, a luggage rack mounted on the roof, and chrome around the windows. 45 minutes later, Armstrong arrived back at the South Austin residence where she lived with Strickland. He was in the garage working on his racing bicycle when Armstrong drove up in her 2012 black Jeep Grand Cherokee, an SUV that resembled the one captured by the security camera. By then, Caitlin Cash came home to her apartment to find the front door unlocked. She found Mariah Wilson lying on the bathroom floor, unconscious, in a pool of blood, and called 911. An Austin patrol officer arrived on the scene to find Cash giving CPR to her friend. Wilson's body had numerous bullet wounds and spent 9mm shell casings were on the floor around her. First responders could not revive Wilson, and she was pronounced dead. The day after the murder, homicide detectives went to Colin Strickland's South Austin home. The detective saw a black Jeep Cherokee that resembled the SUV caught on the security camera parked in its driveway. Strickland volunteered to go to Austin Police Headquarters for a formal interview. 
He divulged his love affair with Mariah Wilson, said he was helping her obtain new sponsors. He described her as possibly the best female cyclist in the world. As for Kaylin Armstrong's racing abilities, Strickland referred to her as a participant, not a racer, and told detectives that he did not want Armstrong to ride with him because she held him back. He complained that his live-in girlfriend, the woman described on his business website as his financial guru, made him grumpy during training because he had to wait on her because she was not able to ride at a professional level. Strickland also told detectives that Armstrong owned the black Jeep Cherokee parked in their driveway and that she alone drove it. Strickland also revealed that in December of 2021 and January of 2022, he bought two 9mm pistols, one for himself and a Sig Sauer P365 handgun for Armstrong. Hearing that, other detectives got a search warrant for Strickland's home and seized both handguns. Meanwhile, officers of the Lone Star Fugitive Task Force discovered that Caitlin Armstrong had an outstanding Class B warrant for her arrest and headed out to find her. In a moment, I will have more on what happened when Caitlin Armstrong was brought to Austin's homicide unit. The Lone Star Fugitive Task Force apprehended Caitlin Armstrong on an outstanding misdemeanor warrant for theft. She had allegedly skipped out on a $650 Botox treatment back in 2018. They took her to the Austin Police Department's homicide unit. Now, Armstrong was the prime suspect in the murder of cyclist Mariah Wilson. An SUV that resembled Armstrong's black Cherokee Jeep with its bike rack had been recorded on a home security camera at the crime scene. During the interview, detectives suddenly learned that the warrant was not valid. There was a discrepancy about her birth date. A detective told Armstrong that she was free to leave and opened the door to the interrogation room. Armstrong briefly continued to listen to questions. When shown a surveillance video of her SUV outside the apartment where Wilson was murdered, she stayed silent and offered no explanation as to why it was in the area. When questioned about why her boyfriend was out with Mo Wilson, detectives said Armstrong turned her head and rolled her eyes in an angry expression. She then requested to leave the interview. On that same day, May 12th, Armstrong sold her Jeep Cherokee to an Austin CarMax dealership at a steep discount. The following day, on May 13th, she deleted her social media accounts. At half past noon on the next day, May 14th, Armstrong flew from Austin to Houston Hobby Airport to catch a connecting flight to New York LaGuardia Airport. Armstrong was recorded on airport security cameras wearing a dark blue mask, white jeans, a royal blue sweater, and blue sneakers. She stood out on the security camera footage because she casually strolled through the airport carrying a, a yoga mat with its strap over her right shoulder. Meanwhile, an anonymous tipster called the Austin Police Department to report 
that she was with Armstrong in January of 2022 when Armstrong discovered that Colin Strickland was having a romantic relationship with Mariah Wilson. The caller said that Armstrong became furious and was shaking in anger and said she wanted to kill Mariah Wilson. Three days later, forensics officers test-fired Armstrong's six-hour 9mm pistol that had been seized at the home where she lived with Colin Strickland. He had given it to her back in January of 2022. The test-fired shell casings matched the spent casing found around Mariah Wilson's lifeless body at the crime scene. Austin police issued a homicide warrant for Armstrong's arrest. After Caitlin Armstrong arrived at New York's LaGuardia Airport, there were sightings of a woman resembling her later at an upstate campsite. A few days later, someone dropped Armstrong off at Newark Liberty International Airport in New Jersey, but no flight reservations were found under her name. By this time, U.S. Marshals, among the best fugitive hunters in the world, were on Armstrong's trail. They filed a federal charge against Armstrong of unlawful flight to avoid prosecution. The marshals discovered that Armstrong had allegedly used her sister's passport that she closely resembled to board a United Airlines flight from Newark to Costa Rica. Armstrong went on the run for 43 days. Marshals and Costa Rican police captured her at Don John's Treehouse Hostel on Santa Teresa Beach. Hostels provide inexpensive, dormitory-style housing for solo travelers. Armstrong slept in a Spartan, eight-bunk bed dorm room. She was working part-time at the front desk of a hotel and teaching yoga. Armstrong had changed her appearance by straightening, cutting shorter, and dyeing her curly, shoulder-length red hair to dark brown. According to the U.S. Marshals, she used three different aliases while on the run at lodges and yoga studios, Beth Martin, Liz, and Ari Martin. Armstrong was wearing a bandage on her nose at the time of her arrest. She had contacted the owner of a hospital and obtained a $6,350 receipt for cosmetic surgery. Fugitive hunters picked up Armstrong's trail from the time that she landed at San Jose Airport. Investigators canvassed an airport bus route door-to-door and conducted interviews at yoga studios and hostels. Armstrong was apparently using the proceeds from the sale of her Jeep Cherokee to try to build a new life by falling back on her training as a yoga instructor. When taken into custody, Armstrong was wearing black flip-flops, black shorts, and an orange curly beer and barge t-shirt. She was deported to the Travis County Jail in Austin, where she is being held on a $3.5 million bond. In the wake of the murder and arrest, social media posts in the Cycling World publications expressed deep sorrow for Mo Wilson's murder. But a couple of cyclists went on the deceased victim's Instagram page to call her a homewrecker, as if that justified murder. Some of Colin Strickland's top sponsors dropped him in the wake of his admissions to police that he had lied to Armstrong and that he purchased a 9mm pistol for her. 
the handgun that ballistics evidence showed was used in the murder. It appears that Caitlin Armstrong's defense team may try to throw blame elsewhere. Armstrong made her first court appearance since her arrest at an arraignment hearing on July 20th. Afterward, Rick Kofer, her defense attorney, speaking to the news media, slammed the police investigation. He questioned, why did the Austin Police Department seemingly ignore a tip about the former boyfriend of Ms. Wilson? Why did the Austin Police Department present inaccurate and misleading information to a judge when seeking an arrest warrant for Ms. Armstrong? Did the experience of two key officers assigned to this case play a role in its apparent mishandling? Who vandalized the home of Caitlin Armstrong and Colin Strickland the night of Wilson's death in why? Defense attorneys asked for a speedy trial. The judge set an October trial date for Caitlin Armstrong in the shooting death of Mo Wilson. We want to be your favorite true crime podcast, so please recommend us to your friends and leave a review wherever you listen. If you want to receive updates and bonus interviews, join our true crime community at truecrimereporter.com. If you have suggestions or know of a case that we should look into, email us at fan at truecrimereporter.com. This podcast is a trademarked and copyrighted news organization based in Dallas, Texas. You can read more about our news team at truecrimereporter.com. Thanks for listening to our Journey into Darkness. All right, good. Yeah, just cut that. I think I'm just going to have them...